Coming up, the Rays improved to 10-0 and and some slight payback for the Mets against the Padres. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us to recap all the action for you from yesterday in Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Another game, another win for Tampa for this historic start to their season. This one a little bit more impressive, though, as it comes with a 1-0 victory over the Red Sox. Locked On Rays is in with a full breakdown. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays continue to stay undefeated as they win their 10th straight game, 10-0 to start the 2023 season. It was a little nerve-wracking considering the game was nil-nil all the way into the bottom of the eighth inning. That was until Brandon Lau launched a solo home run to give the Rays the lead for good. Not only that, though, but a strong, strong pitching performance. Performance is, I should say, from the likes of Jalen Beeks, Josh Fleming building his confidence back up, Colin Pochet, and then Pete Fairbanks getting the Rays' very first save of the season. So the Rays continue to make history and continue to shock and impress the baseball world we'll see if they can keep it up this week as competition's a little bit tougher facing the red sox compared to the tigers the nationals and the athletics that the rays have faced uh so far this year so we'll see what happens going forward the nationals getting the win on monday at the expense of the angels locked on angels says there wasn't much of a bright side to yesterday's performance from la I wish I had encouraging words for you after a 6-4 loss to the Nationals, but I do not. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Lockdown Angels. The Halos dropped game one of this three-game set against the Nationals, 6-4, after they were hit around 14 times, 14 hits from the Nationals that kind of blooped and fell in. And I understand how frustrating it is for Jose Suarez, who went four innings pitch and four earned runs on 10 hits. But good, get frustrated. I saw him mad in the dugout. I know that he's mad because of the bloop hits that, the Nationals got, but sometimes it's not about exit velocity and power. It's where you put the ball in play. It's putting the ball in play where the guys are not standing, the defenders on the field. The Angels got to Patrick Corbin early, but couldn't hold on to that 4 nothing lead. Fortunately for us, the Angels have Shohei Otani on the mound. Shohei will save us once again, and if it's any consolation, the Braves lost to the Nationals 4-1, to and they're a World Series team. So we're going to talk about this one on Lockdown Angels. We hope you'll join us. A big win for Texas as they score 11 runs and they get 10 strikeouts from Andrew Heaney and a win. Locked on Rangers all smiles after the victory over the Royals. The Rangers have a winning streak in a massive, massive offensive explosion in an 11-2 victory over the Royals. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. This was an astounding victory by the Rangers and a weird one as well. Andrew Heaney had a great night bouncing back from a rough first start. Only allowed two hits and one unearned run. A pair of walks, but 10 strikeouts, including 9 consecutive to start the game. A really dominant outing from him and a home run barrage from this Rangers team, including Corey Seager's first of the season. Jonah Heim 
women's first of the season, and of course, a grand slam from Adolis Garcia. This is a huge team win with everybody contributing. The bullpen coming in and knocking out a few innings without much drama at all. Andrew Heaney was fantastic in this one. Nice to see him get back off the snide. Nice to see Corey Seager's first home run. Same with Jonah Heim. And of course, Adolis Garcia making up from an early error with a massive, massive grand slam. Big win for the Rangers. Panzer Alberto's three-run home run lifted the White Sox over the Twins on Monday. Locked on White Sox goes over the win for Chicago. The Chicago White Sox beat the Minnesota Twins 4-3. Hey, I'm Nick Morawski from Locked on White Sox. Dylan Cease went five innings, gave up three runs. Only one was earned. Horrible defense behind him. Three infield errors. White Sox offense, they only scored in one inning. A big three-run home run by Hanser Alberto. Sox bullpen absolutely outstanding. Four innings, only one hit. They had seven strikeouts and Ronaldo Lopez with the four-out save. Sox send Lance Lynn to the hill tomorrow for more. Check out the Locked On White Sox podcast. The Yankees took a first inning lead against the Guardians, but Cleveland slowly chipped away through the rest of the game and ended up beating New York. Locked On Yankees tells us how that one slipped away. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees drop one 3-2 to the Guardians. Started off well. They scored two runs off Shane Bieber, and you're thinking to yourself, wow, this is going to be great. They had second and third, no outs, and then they didn't score again. And as soon as that happened, you know, Yankee fans, you know when an inning goes like that and you think to yourself, ooh, this might have been the best chance for them to score. You were right. Domingo Herman, three innings, three innings, <laughs> 87 pitches, three innings. He walked five, did not strike out a batter. He was lucky to escape this game, only giving up two runs, one earned. It was ugly. Yankees have lost four games this season, two started by Clark Schmidt, two started by Domingo Herman. We'll be discussing this on the next Locked on Yankees, so uh, tune in and uh, yeah, should be fun. Home runs lifted the Orioles over the A's last night and our Locked on Orioles host has more after Baltimore's victory. Despite the absolute best efforts from tonight's umpiring crew, the Orioles take the opener of the series 5-1 to one over the Athletics. Hi, everybody. Connor Newcomb here, host of the Locked on Orioles podcast. O's win it 5-1 to one over the A's. We'll put the umpiring aside for now. But Kyle Gibson in his Camden Yards debut, pretty good. Eating innings again for the Orioles. Six and a third strong. Gives up just one run. The bullpen was solid. But I think the thing we got to talk about tonight, the home run funnel is here. No more is the home run chain. But with Ryan Mountcastle, Adley Rutschman, and Austin Hayes all going deep in this game, break out the funnel in the dugout for the Orioles. And they funnel themselves to a 5-1 to one victory to open up the series. I'll recap it all coming up on Tuesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. A good offensive day for Houston led to a win on the road in Pittsburgh. Locked On Astros is in with a full recap for us postgame. The Houston Astros defeat the Pirates today for their first time in Pittsburgh since 2016, a commanding 8-2 victory. The pitcher for Pittsburgh, Contreras, was wild, but the Astros jumped on him early in counts where they would get a ton of hits. That's right. They had 13 hits in all, eight runs. Mauricio Dubon and Jordan Alvarez powered the offense with three hits each. And Alex Bregman, although he is batting 164 right now, he was one for three with three walks and scored 
two of those runs. Framer Valdez looks good on the mound. At times, he got a little wild, but Martin Maldonado settled him down with the five walks. He ended up with five strikeouts in seven innings pitch, so he gets the job done. They did not waste their bullpen, only used two relievers, one inning each, and Matan and Martinez. They look to take game two tomorrow with Christian Javier on the mound. Stay tuned into Locked on Astros. Remember, we're your team every day. Go Strokes. Coming up, the Cards' troubles continue in Colorado, and the Reds' bullpen blows it in Atlanta. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Baseball is back, so it's the perfect time for you to get involved with FanDuel. New customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. You just have to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy for you to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to home runs in the game. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Rockies took advantage of the Cardinals' errors with four unearned runs yesterday, and they made the difference in the win over St. Louis. Locked On Rockies recaps that victory. Locked On Cardinals has more on the losing side. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. An excellent Rockies win is unfortunately clouded by what is the significance of the injury to Rockies starting pitcher Herman Marquez, who leaves in the fifth with an arm injury, a catastrophic injury for the Rockies, an already thin starting rotation gets even more thin. Herman Marquez, so close to so many Rockies milestones and so important to this team. A great win for the Rockies outside of this. The offense comes in clutch, big defensive plays, and they take down a Cardinals team an inch closer back to 500. But unfortunately, the questions, the the, the whole concerns is Herman Marquez. But hey, let's give a shout out to Alan Trejo as well, who had a wonderful day at the dish. We'll be breaking down all things Herman Marquez and Colorado Rockies right here on Locked on Rockies. The frustration continues to mount as the underperforming St. Louis Cardinals lose again. Hey, it's JD from Locked on Cardinals and even the spacious power alleys in the thin air of Colorado couldn't wake up this dormant offense, which struggles to even get four runs on six hits against the Rockies tonight, while the Rockies offense gashes the Cardinals pitching staff for seven runs on 13 hits and a 7-4 Colorado victory. Steven Matz has not been good in Colorado in his career, and it didn't get any better tonight. He allows six runs on nine hits in just five and two-thirds innings. The Rockies' eight and nine hitters go a combined five for eight with three RBIs. That's not good. On the positive side, Jordan Walker did extend his hitting streak to 10 games. Paul Goldschmidt gets two hits and two RBIs, but it wasn't enough. The Cardinals have now lost six of their last seven, and as of this moment, are tied with the Washington Nationals for the worst record in the National League. What will wake this team up? For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals. Some small retribution for the Mets yesterday and Max Scherzer after they took down San Diego. Locked on Padres goes over a forgettable performance. Locked on Mets details a quality win. Definitely one you want to forget. What's going on, guys? Javier Reyes here of the Locked on Padres podcast. The Padres dropped their first game in this hotly anticipated series with the New York Mets. 
five nothing. Uh, look, not much to report from this game. Max Scherzer was dealing, which in fairness, if you're going to lose to anybody, it's Max Scherzer. He was very good in this game, and the rest of the Mets bullpen the same. But Padres offense, uh, it's been a little bit inconsistent this so far this year, and especially when it comes to the stars with Manny Machado and Juan Soto. Especially, they haven't really gotten it going yet. Matt Carpenter as well, despite having some good moments, he strikes out four times for the Golden Sombrero. And yeah, Darvish, he looked okay, five earned runs, but some of them were inherited. Just all around not great. I guess the only up, the kind of nice thing was Hassan Kim drew a walk and got a hit. And if you have Xander Bogarts at Fantasy, he got a stolen base. So that was kind of cool. But otherwise, a game to forget. But don't let it get you two down. You know what I'm saying? Because we got uh, we got a whole nother series, everybody. The Padres will bounce back, hopefully. Uh, so until then, guys, stay faithful. And stay tuned for tomorrow's episode when I talk with my buddy, Rylan Styles about everything that is not this game. So look forward to that, guys. And until next time, stay faithful. The New York Mets faced the Padres for the first time since they got eliminated from the playoffs on their own field last year, and it went very well. Max Scherzer struggled against the Padres in the wild card round. He got a little bit of revenge in this one. Five strong innings. He really had to gut his way through it. Didn't have his best stuff early. Got a big double play. Was just able to navigate it. And after his last two starts, that was massive to see. Jeff McNeil gets a big hit to open up the score, and the Mets continue to tack on, and the bullpen was exceptional. A huge first win to this series. I'll be discussing all of it on tomorrow's edition of Locked On Mets. Late game pitching problems wasted a comeback effort for Cincy in Atlanta. Locked On Reds unimpressed with the bullpen. The Cincinnati Reds lineup built a beautiful comeback in the ninth inning, and then Jonathan India gave the Reds a lead in the top of the tenth inning, only to see Derek Law just wave goodbye on one pitch in the bottom of the tenth inning. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast, and another bullpen game for your Cincinnati Reds in which the bullpen completely erases any good feelings that anybody had. Look, I still think that this was a good performance for 99% of the Reds team, but yet again, the bullpen is able to take that 1% and just blow it up to the point where everybody's mad again. They're four and five. The Reds aren't that bad. They're much better than people are giving them credit for, but they're not going to reach their potential unless the bullpen reaches its potential. We'll have more on the next Locked On Reds. Bonus baseball at Wrigley Field. The Cubs walking off with the win and sending their fans home happy. Locked On Cubs with more on what went down in Chicago. Just an awesome game today at Wrigley Field. Cubs win in 10, 3-2 over Seattle, their first one-run victory of the season. One of the better games you'll see. Just very well played by both teams. Good hitting, good pitching, good defense. Came down to the wire. The Mariners tied it in the ninth on a solo home run. Cubs came back, won at the bottom of the 10th. So many stars to shout out. Drew Smiley was terrific. Keegan Thompson got out of a huge jam in the 10th inning to swing it in, swing it over to the bottom of the 10th. And, and Nico Horner did the job once again when it mattered most, and the Cubs found a way to win this game. It was a uh, a really good game. Like I said, Cubs are now 5-4, and four, uh, two more against Seattle, but they're playing a really nice, fun, exciting, likable brand of baseball right now, and uh, I think Cubs fans are starting to catch on. That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On, a game-to-game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On, game-to-game.